loving Father in heaven, glory, honor, adoration, and praise be unto your name for making us to see this day. Thank you, Lord, for sustaining our lives, and thank you, Lord, for giving us good health. Thank you for providing for us all that we will need to make this life comfortable. Thank you for peace and security and the basic necessities you've given to us. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit and his guidance and the work of your angels on our behalf. Glory be unto your name, O Lord. Once more, Lord, we pray that you will bless us with your word. Grant towards the gift of your spirit. Put your words in our mouth and help us, Lord, to understand spiritual things. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our high calling, November 24. A time to be blind and deaf. Who is blind but my servant? or deaf as my messenger that I sent, who is blind as he that is perfect, and blind as the Lord's servant, seeing many things, but thou observest not, opening the ears, but he heareth not. Isaiah 42 verse 19 and 20 what kind of blindness is this? It is a blindness that will not allow our eyes to contemplate evil. It will not allow our eyes to rest upon iniquity. It will not grasp the things of sight and lose eternity out of its reckoning. We want to see aright. We want to see as God sees. For Satan is constantly trying to convert the things our eyes rest upon in order that we may see through his medium. The servant of the living God sees to some purpose. The eyes are sanctified and the ears are sanctified. And those who will close their eyes and ears to evil will become changed. But if they will listen to those who will address them, and try to lead their thoughts away from God and their eternal interests, then their whole senses are perverted by that which their eyes rest upon. Jesus says, If thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Matthew 6 verse 22 and 23 it makes every difference what we give our minds and souls to feed upon. We can let our minds dwell upon romance and castle building, and what will it do for us? It will ruin us, soul and body. We want to have that power that will enable us to close our eyes to scenes that are not elevating, that are not ennobling, that will not purify and refine us and to keep our ears closed to everything that is forbidden in God's word. He forbids us to imagine evil, to speak evil, and even to think evil. I see in Jesus everything that is lovely, everything that is holy, 
everything that is uplifting and pure. Then why should I want to open my eyes wide to see everything that is disagreeable? By beholding, we become changed. Let us look to Jesus and consider the loveliness of his character. And by beholding, we shall become changed into the same likeness. Amen. A time to be blind and deaf. What time is this? If there ever was a time to be blind and deaf, it is now. In the book of Revelation 3 verse 10, as we come towards the close of the earth's history, a statement was made there, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Revelation 12 verse 12 says, Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe, trouble, to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Verse 15. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water, as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. Wow. It reminds me that it says, when the enemy shall come against you as a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. What is this flood? It says, the reason for the serpent, that is the devil, bringing out this water as a flood to come after the church of God, the people of God, is that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. This is a flood of evil, of temptation of all kinds, whether it is trials, tribulations, and enticements to sin. He brought out of his mouth water as a flood, the hour of temptation which shall come to try all them that dwell on the earth. The time in which we live now, on every hand, to the right, to the left, on every hand, we see iniquity and temptations and suggestions and enticements to sin. And that is why this is a time to be blind and deaf. That passage in Isaiah chapter 42 from verse 19 is referring to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This was the way he lived his life that made him to be an overcomer. And we are told in Revelation chapter 3, in reading from verse 21, 22, there we are told, He that overcomes will I grant to sit on my throne, even as I also overcame and sat down on my father's throne. How did Christ overcome? Well, I'm sure that one way is Isaiah 42 verse 19. Who is blind but my servant or deaf as my messenger that I sent? Who is blind as he that is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? Verse 20. Seeing many things, but thou observest not. Opening the ears, but he heareth not. The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. That is Jesus. Seeing many things. But there's a difference between seeing and observing. There's a difference between the ears being open but yet hearing or not hearing. 
The life that Christ lived is the life that we are to live now, especially in this hour of temptation. We may see many things, but we shouldn't allow our eyes to observe, to contemplate. I don't allow the mind's eye to chew on these things, to meditate upon them, to dwell upon them. Hearing many things, but do not allow the, um, the mind's ear to chew on it, to contemplate it, to meditate on these things. Because, as we read in the book of Second Corinthians 3 verse 18, it says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of God are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by spirit, by the spirit of the Lord, meaning that as we open our eyes and our face to behold Christ, to behold the Lord, we will inevitably be changed into his image. In other words, we will become like him in character. The more we not just open your eyes and see, the opening of the eyes and seeing here means to behold, that is to dwell upon, to abide, to contemplate, Christ. You will be changed into Christ's image. But the same rule applies to every other thing. If we open our eyes and our minds, ear and eyes to contemplate evil, we will be changed into that evil image. And that is why this is a time to be blind and deaf. One Peter five verse eight says, "Be sober." Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. The devil at this time we are living in is increasing his temptations terribly. Like I read before in Revelation chapter 12 verse 12, the devil is come down unto us having great wrath, because he knows that he hath but a short time. He has come, this is the hour of temptation. That has come to try all them that dwell on the earth. He has opened his mouth as water, bringing out water as a flood, so that he might cause us to be carried away. What does it mean to be carried away? When we say, oh, this person has been carried away, it means that that person has been distracted and the person's mind has been turned away from where it ought to be to something else. The devil has brought a flood of temptation so that the minds will just go away from what it wants to do to something else. I will give an example of that later. I still want to read another Bible passage talking about blind and deaf. Isaiah chapter 33, speaking about the children of God who will be saved when Christ comes. He says, reading from verse 14 and 15, the sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness had surprised the hypocrites who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire, who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings. Verse 15. He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions. Now the next place says, that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood, and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. Later on, it says, He shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Those are the people that shall dwell with God. The eyes and ears. The eyes 
will not be open to see evil and the ears will be closed to hearing of violence and blood and all evil things. Of Christ in the book of Psalms 101, it was it is said, and this is supposed to be of us, this is a principle we are supposed to live by. That's Psalm 101 verse 3. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work that of them that turn aside, it shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, that is hearing now, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. Mine eyes, see that? Before he has said in verse 3, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. Verse 6, mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that walketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies, that is the hearing now, shall not tarry in my sight. Amen. Having known this, let us bring it to to ourselves now. And I speak really, really humbly about this issue. The devil has really brought a flood of temptation to us. Just walk, Let us just start from the, your, the beginning of your day. As you come out from your house, it is possible that when you come out from your house, may not be, but it is very possible that you are going to see something that is obscene. A suggestion that if you allow your mind's eye to dwell upon it, you will be carried away with the flood of the temptation that Satan is bringing to you. Oh, sorry, you don't even need to go out. All you need to do is sit down just after you listen to this devotion and go to Facebook or YouTube right there in your house. You may have one thing that you want to do. Let me give very practical examples. I go to YouTube and I have an aim for going there. I want to learn something. YouTube is a very educative place. It's from there I learn so many things. How to edit videos, how to make videos, how to uh, do cinematography and all. I learned it there. Now, when I go there, I see something. It is athletics. Not football now. I see some suggestions, some video suggestions. But what are they? It is female athletics. And the way the female athletics are today is really nasty. I don't, really, I don't usually watch them, but when I see just a picture on YouTube, the lady is... Almost, I mean, they are no longer wearing shorts to go and do athletic races now. They are wearing something almost like a bikini just for 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 100 meters 200 meters and the rest now i I have not watched any of them but i'm just saying only the suggestion just the picture there is already calling your mind's eye to contemplate these obscene images or there's another suggestion marvel studios naruto cartoons movies or this music video depending on your inclination now depending on what your eyes have usually fed upon some of them will catch you the music may not necessarily attract me because maybe it's been a while i listen to such things but there are other things there that we see around us so often that when you see like for example nakedness is something that catches everybody's eye what do you do we are told that we should see and yet see not Isaiah 42, there it says, the servant of the Lord, what does he do? He sees many things. Not that you don't see, you're not blind. 
He sees many things, but what does he do? He does not observe them. His ears, ears, they are open. He hears. But he does not hear. In what sense? Do not contemplate. There is a difference between your eyes catching something and your eyes dwelling on that thing and contemplating that thing. And which is what we are told not to do. Your eyes may see evil, but do not contemplate evil and meditate upon it. Pass by it. Turn from it and pass away. Proverbs chapter 4, reading from verse 14, it says, Enter not into the path of the wicked. Enter, don't click on it. Don't enter into the path of the wicked. And go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. That's what we are told. There are many times when I myself have not turned from it. That one is, of course, like I said, maybe on Facebook or YouTube. But you come out of that and come to your daily discussions with people. You hear things people say. You should not dwell upon certain things. It's not everything you hear that you should allow your mind to contemplate. Let's make it even deep, more practical now. You may be hearing somebody slandering you or gossiping someone else or gossiping you. Don't allow those things to trouble your mind. Don't dwell upon it. There are many good things to see than to dwell upon the evil. Because by the time you dwell upon the evil, it's going to affect you. And then if the mind, maybe you see a, a, a guy now, you want to get married or you have been watching these romantic movies and they are teaching you how to do romance. They are teaching you how to practice this so-called what is it, courtship that is, that is sinful. The, the union between guys and ladies in the movies, they don't, they don't follow the laws of God. But what happens to the mind? You, see, you now see someone that you like and then you start to practice in your mind the things you have watched in the movies with that person, just in your mind. And that's why we read here, it makes every difference what we give our minds and souls to feed upon. We can let our minds dwell upon romance and castle building. And what will it do for us? It will ruin us. It will ruin me. It's my soul and my body. We want to have that power that will enable us to close our eyes to the sins that are not elevating, that are not ennobling, that will not purify and refine me. And to keep our ears closed to everything that is forbidden in God's word. He forbids us to imagine evil, to speak evil, and even to think evil. There's so much I can say about this. God forbids me. God forbids you. And it's a, an opportunity for us to recommit ourselves to God today. So I see this devotion as an opportunity for me to recommit myself to God. To say I'm making a decision. You can say to yourself, old things are passed away. I think I need to get more specific. When we are saying evil here, we are talking of all we see around us that is forbidden by the word of God. The music videos, the, the games, the, the, the videos, there, that's the, movie, the movies themselves. And then we are talking of, you know them, go to YouTube and you see all these suggestions. And then when you come in contact with people, the discussions you have or even what you are listening to not even just videos just the music or the or the sermons or talks you are listening to even on the radio what are they saying is it edifying is it something that is going to tinker in your mind and bring evil thoughts to it close the ears switch it off 
or do not contemplate it practically you can take your phone if you have one get a very good earpiece block your ears when you get into the buses or barbing saloons or head places where you do your hair and you're hearing all these kind of discussions that may you may not be able to control your mind and stop it from dwelling on these things just block it and in listen to something good so that you don't hear what's going on around you because it's very i must admit it's difficult the ears are always open even the eyes can be closed but the ears what do you want to do it is open to hear everything around it and what we ought to do really in the mind is don't contemplate but the best thing is it's better you don't even hear but in case you cannot you you have no choice and you must hear then allow yourself to be distracted don't contemplate it but i think we should try and do something to block our ears from hearing things that will make us to contemplate evil practically avoid places avoid places or things that will suggest evil to your eyes or to your ears so that the mind doesn't contemplate on these things as what you now need to do is let your eyes contemplate the cross let your eyes there's so much to do. memorize scripture read godly books read your bible listen to good music godly music listen to sermons by that you are feeding the mind with something that will build it up because the mind is made up of whatever you feed it with that's what we are told and if you feed it with chaff it will be chaff but if you feed it with purity it will be pure so i pray that all of us who are listening that we would recommit ourselves to god and say that we'll close our minds eyes and ears to evil and only open it to good in jesus name amen Assuming that one is coming out from this lifestyle where you have been addicted to a life of, say, pornography and the rest of them, another suggestion would be to under, to educate the mind in another direction. We are told scientifically that when we watch some of these things, that our brain creates a pathway, mental pathway, which when you have traveled it long enough it's like a cable a very high voltage cable in your brain so the brain will always want to travel that direction and that's why there's an addiction your brain wants to go that road because it's used to it so you have to create a pathway the first thing i want to say is that the reading suggests that we need a power that can say no and that power belongs to god that's why he said this to us in john 1 verse 12 that as many as received him he gave the power to be the sons of God. You need that power as you make your decision. You kneel in your room, you pray for it, settle it before God and ask Him to give you the power that He promised. He'll give you power. Then, secondly, He said in the book of Psalms, 119 verse 9 and 11, He said, how can a young man cleanse his way? He said that by taking heed according to your word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Rather mentioned memorizing scripture. I want to say that that's a very potent way to overcome this sight, this way of not seeing when you're seeing. While walking on the streets, make sure that your eyes is not running to and fro. We need to keep the word of God in our minds. Sometimes for me, one of the things that helps me is you do Bible memorization as you're walking on the street. You are not allowing your mind to wonder you're memorizing a scripture or a passage you keep memorizing it and the holy spirit will keep bringing thoughts to divert the mind because the mind is hungry is looking for something to settle in he needs you to tell him what to do that's what the mind is looking for 
ask so give it a walk let the scriptures may be on it you can also be singing while you are walking those are some of the suggestions then another thing is never to be idle you see when david was tempted when he did not go to war when the kings go to war idleness can be a big problem to this you know sometimes in the shop for those who are selling or business people you are sitting just in front of your shop and just looking out on the streets that can be disastrous or in the evening after working just let me just stroll and sit down then you sit down and be watching people going up and down you see things you see things that you don't want to see the best thing is not to expose yourself to those kind of temptations get busy find something to do manual labor or something to watch something to educate yourself on something intelligent or intentional do not be like a game like a someone who is like a prey to satan's attacks he's going to and fro remember looking for those who are idle those who are empty those who have nothing filled in their minds so one we need to make sure that we keep something in our mind we need to get busy we need to not expose ourselves to unnecessary temptations god wants us to win now while we are removing this thing he wants us to place our mind on christ he's more lovely i can say that initially studying your bible or putting your mind on spiritual things may not be interesting initially but since it is what he said you should do you can pray then the holy spirit will now come and make it interesting that's the work of the holy spirit carnally you cannot enjoy the things of the spirit but there's a gift that's the holy spirit he will come and make it lovely as long as we create time so i pray that god will help us to be more definite thank god for this revelation today it's really a blessing may his name be praised in jesus name amen let us pray our father we thank you for helping us to know the secret to becoming like christ we have enjoyed this we have lord we are told that when we do this we will be perfect thank you so much for this secret to power i pray for those who may be living in high brown areas in cities or in places where temptation are surrounding them i pray that as many as are struggling today and want to receive your help that your spirit will raise up a standard in their mind please they are helpless we are all helpless we all need your help and i know we are all longing souls that they are longing and squirming and turning their head up and down and saying lord when when shall my victory come father please as many souls as will be listening to this and are asking for victory lord i pray according to your liberality lord father please endow power on such souls lord that today will mark the beginning of victory for all souls lord i also want to pray that those who have had this victory in times past you give them grace not to lose their victory lord not to trade it for any temporary pleasure keep us today lord help us to be watchful and faithful and keep guard of our heart we understand from it comes the issues of life please preserve us preserve us lord preserve us in this untoward generation we pray in jesus name amen